0: got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media, March 5th, on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out MagicalMysteryCamp.com slash HelpingFriendly to learn more.
1: Osiris. Hey, this is Nat Keefe from Hot Buttered Rum. This podcast is part of the Osiris Podcast Network.
0: Hey everybody, it's HF Pod. Hi, Jonathan.
1: Hi, RJ. This is another quick hit to dicks. Quick hit to dicks.
0: We hope you guys are enjoying it. We are. We are actually enjoying it immensely. So I guess if nothing else, we're having fun.
1: Yeah, I, that's most
0: of what matters, I think. Um, today we're going to ninety two, and I, I think I've said this every time, but this is a we're going to talk about a tape that I remember having because it was one of the more, one of the best sounding tapes that I had, but also has a really cool, some really cool stuff on it. Um, did, did you have a lot of 92s? Like, do you remember that being a, being a year that you had a lot of shows from? Cause I mean, they're
1: their spring ship, spring tour. It was a long spring tour. I had a bunch and, you know, we didn't say on yesterday's that the fall 91 tour, you know, was mm. huge. Mm-hmm. And then the spring '92 tour was quite substantial.
0: Yep, including a, a long run on the West Coast. I yep. think the first first West Coast run, including like that California show, that was turned into a bootleg
1: CD and stuff. Yeah, that was okay. And mm-hmm. then um, this this summer, I, I just spit on our, my beer. Yeah, I just thanks. Gonna need a new keyboard. Yeah. Uh, um this summer of '92 was i mean they 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 come right at it within in the uh the the fish companion they they refer to it as opening act and it's mm-hmm. it's true it's a very different year for them summer summertime they opened for violent Femmes in Europe and then they did some horde shows a handful of shows on their own and then they went out with Carlos Santana as an opening act and that's kind of a big deal carlos in ninety two was you know, I think that that was before that song, right? Um, but it was
0: uh But you mean was, the Rob
1: the Rob Thomas song? Right, but he was still writing that kind of like you know, there was a wave there of uh interest in that time frame, you know, with uh with sixties groups and things and Carlos was doing okay playing to nice crowds and, and they were big big crowds for fish to be in front of.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um the this like really as as you said op, like the opening act i mean I, I think that's sort of a double entendre, right like yeah it's opening doors are act opening. yeah for for fish they um they i guess the we we mentioned a couple um day, maybe two days ago the the lawn boy release was was 1990 but um when by the time picture of nectar came out it was like you know not just as Jonathan said, not just Santana, but Horde and all kinds of other stuff. And I think their first Europe tours, I mean, definitely yep. their first Europe tours in in ninety two. And I'm sure that changed changed a lot in terms of just scope and perspective from the band's point of view, not just you know, getting in front of more people.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, and they they played a lot. Now they're playing short sets as an opener or a festival band as it, as as it were with a horde, but they, um, they, that was good for developing efficiency, if you will.
0: Yeah. And we, we haven't, um, made any official requests of the fish band since the curveball thing, but I, I would say that Europe tour would be a fine way to kind of get people back on board for, um, that's uh, something. Even though everyone's really already on board for Dixon Fall Tour, I'm just saying. I'm just saying
1: Europe I, Tour would be cool. I would. I would go to Europe Tour. Or they could just announce New Year's and send me tickets, because I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, that would be more straightforward. I mean, I, <laughs> Annou-
0: announce you New Year's, send Jonathan tickets in that order. Um, well, Jonathan, do, do you remember this this show we're going to talk about? I to it, is it
1: like active in your, in your fish brain? Um, I remember it because I have very recently re listened to it for purposes of this. Uh, but I was aware <laughs> of it prior, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you're asking exactly, but.
0: I, well, I, just if, if this was something that you like remember being formative in terms of your fish orientation early on, because I. It, it wasn't for me, it wasn't part of my early tape collection. But for some reason, I got like, you know, it's a one set show from Stowe, Vermont, 725, um, when they were opening for Santana. And for some reason, it just like maybe because of the soundboard quality or whatever. I think it was maybe on the radio, too, or something. You know, it's like one of those tapes that the the quality is great. I just remember having it and being kind of blown away by this particular jam that we're going to play.
1: What else should we say about this before we tell people to listen to it? Um, we should tell them what it is. Probably go for it. Okay, so this is uh has <laughs> as, as RJ never, they mentioned, would never figure it out. This is the Stowe Performing Arts Center in Stowe, Vermont, uh from seven twenty five ninety two. And we're gonna play for you the You Enjoy Myself with Carlos Santana on guitar, Carl Perrazzo and Raul Reiko on percussion. Um and you know this is an unfinished YEM or you know what that means, RJ? You know what that um,
0: means? Yeah, well I thank goodness there's no vocal
1: jam. I'm a big fan of vocal jams, but I know I know, I know that you're not and Carlos apparently does not vocal jam.
0: That's why Carlos and I are incredibly similar in a lot of ways. You guys are tight like this. Just tight. We're we're both incredibly spiritual. We both love Trey and we both hate vocal jams. Um, <laughs> um one thing I want to say just before, because we've talked a little bit about the Santana, the opening for Santana. I think that this was probably their first um, introduction to Carl Perazzo, who ended up playing a big role in um, the 96 stuff. And by that, I mean the uh, Remain in Light cover um, and, and a couple shows around that, including that. Cross-eyed and painless from Coral Sky, the two days after Halloween in '96. So, that's pretty cool. And then there's the Walfredo lyrics, which are the
1: Raúl part. Is is this guy Raúl? Right. It's a. I mean, it's definitely a callback to touring with Carlos. And this is the first time that those guys both came on stage, as well as Carlos. Although the Fish had set in with Santana once or twice. Also during this tour, they set in with them but uh, yeah. So, but this is, this is basically hometown show. They're playing in front of a hometown crowd. So probably one of the fish friendliest crowds, uh, on the tour. And, uh, you know, they start playing, you enjoy myself and right in the middle of pages, organ solo, you can hear the audience reaction as everybody as Carlos and, uh, Carl and, and Raul come out on stage and they, uh, they kick it up a piece. It's already pretty good. And they kick it up a piece. That enhanced rhythm section is intense. And Trey and Carlos trade lyrics, trade licks, excuse me. And um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: And it. they must have been a little bit out of sorts, given that they were touring for you know, multiple years at this point, playing two sets in clubs, mostly, to going to putting together one-set shows, opening for a pretty major musician in much bigger places that they ended up playing themselves later, like the man and Meriwether and, um, great woods and Jones beach and others. But, you know, it, it kind of probably was a little bit different for them. And a lot of those sets are incredibly unremarkable from that, that tour because they just like were, <laughs> they were just, you know, going out there and playing for f- 52 minutes or whatever, and then letting Santana go on. So I think this is a pretty special, uh, part of that year. Nothing against if, if people are huge fans of that summer one set um oh, <laughs> opener for Santana
1: tour, I apologize. I, I'm just not hoping to see it again. I'd just assume they keep doing the normal thing of playing their own shows. <laughs> they should keep doing that.
0: Um all right. Well we hope you guys enjoy this. We'll be back tomorrow and and let us know, you know, what you think of this whole this whole experiment we're doing and um
1: it's a fiasco rj it's just it's just a total fiasco
0: it does feel like a fiasco at this point but but a fun (laughs) fiascos are fun right they'd better be yeah that's the whole (laughs) point um but yeah let us know talk to us on the internet um thank you for for listening and for your support and um yeah enjoy this you enjoy myself what is a city without its music